eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So why do you want to learn a new language? I'll tell you why. Because donde esta el baño can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much anywhere and learn the language of my choice. Not to mention I'm bringing my communication skills to new heights. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash startalk. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash startalk today. If I recited that Doppler effect sound differently, you would say, what's wrong with you, right? If I went, no, you know intuitively that that's wrong. That's true. Or, no, it's, no. <laughs> Stop <laughs> laughing at my doctor's shit. <laughs> Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. This is Star Talk Sports Edition. This version is a Things You Thought You Knew edition. I got Gary O'Reilly, Gary, co host. Hi, Neil. All right, dude. And we got Chuck Nice. Chuck. Hey, what's up, guys? By the way, Gary, the uh, uh, World Cup final was, it was so good that I had to text Gary. While it was going on. Oh, trying to get some trying to get some street creds with Gary. That's all you're <laughs> oh, trying to do. Oh my god. No, it you was did. so good. I couldn't believe it. Like I I, Not, like, I like soccer. I I'll watch it. Mm, like they have uh, a yeah. Bundesliga that comes on uh here in America. That comes on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And Premier League, I yep. think it's called, comes on. Premier League, uh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Premier League comes on as well. Mm-hmm. And and you know, if it's like sometimes yeah. I I'll just like stop as I'm going across the channel and I'll watch it because you know mm-hmm. what I what gets me more than the game is the fans. The fans are insane and right. I'm, I'm right. you know they're singing songs yeah. right and, they're, and, they're, and none of them are none of them are sitting down. Yes, it's like all standing people, for the whole game. This yeah. is two hours. I yeah. know. <laughs> Paid for a yeah. seat and don't use it. Right. I don't even know why they put seats in the stadium. To be honest, it's <laughs> and, and the great the great thing is Chuck every club. All the fans have their own particular set of songs that yes. they will they will sing all through. I mean, go and to, got, wait, go and to Argentina. Songs for for players. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So you go to Argentina. It's like you've rocked up at a rock concert because <laughs> there's the music's there. The yeah. fans are singing, and you're yes. like, wow. And then a game of soccer broke out. 
Exactly. <laughs> That's what you do. You went to a concert and a game of soccer broke out. It's, you know. Yeah. But anyway, I watch it. It's, okay. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not my favorite sport, but, you know, if I no, come no, across man. it and it looks, and it looks, uh, I just think the field is too big. If they shorten the field, I would become a soccer fan. Okay. But, mm. but, but, but when you got to watch. Okay. Wait, like, wait, wait. Chuck, did you see the tweet? Somebody tweeted. It was, you know, you know how to improve soccer? First, make the field smaller. Okay. okay. And I'm then uh, use five players instead of 11 and make the net smaller. Okay, that's and then, basketball. Well, no, no, no. And then then just <laughs> do it on ice and then that'll make it. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, it takes them like two minutes to run up the field. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's really the hardest part of the game for me. But I understand if you really know the game, that is part of the game. There's yeah. well, that, well, that, see that that got me thinking, Chuck. Okay, uh, how come there's not more scoring in soccer? I, I just was wondering this. Then I said, could it be that the net is not big enough? Could that be? I'm just asking. I was just it's asking. twenty-four foot by eight. <laughs> how big do you want it? Well, how many really? games end zero zero? Yeah, that, that, that net yeah, is 20. twenty-four feet wide. That's twenty-four feet across by eight yeah, by feet eight high. up. And yep. eight feet high. Damn. Okay, Ooh, so here's yeah. how you do this. You want to do this sort of geometric mathematically. You'd get the area, the cross-sectional area of the net. So it'd be mm-hmm. 24 feet by eight feet. The, the depth doesn't matter. To cross okay. the right. front line, it's, it's in. Okay? So then you get the total square footage of the net. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you subtract away the area that the goalie occupies. Okay. So I approximated a goalie as being... Two feet wide by six feet tall. So it'd be 24 square feet. Okay. I mean, it, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's not going to be far off from that number. Right. So what yeah. you do is you divide those two numbers. And now, did you include did you include the Mickey Mouse gloves in the total, <laughs> in the total area of the goalie? They're totally That's, Mickey Mouse gloves. Because oh you, you, you gotta you gotta include the Mickey. <laughs> Every time I see a goalie, I just <laughs> like that's what I'm waiting for. I'm just <laughs> okay. Oh man! All right. So so first the the goal the the, the net area relative to the ball. Okay. Mm. So it's a relatively simple calculation because the ball is about nine inches in diameter. So you, you, you do half yeah. that to get the radius. You do pi r squared. You get the cross-sectional area of the ball. Of the ball, okay. And the cross-sectional area of the mm-hmm. net. You divide them and you learn that the net is 440 times larger than the ball. Okay. Okay. Now, right. now subtract the area occupied by the goalkeeper. Is that what he's called? Right. Goalkeeper, not goaltender? Yes, what? it is. Goalkeeper. Goalkeeper. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Um, you got to compliment me when I get that stuff right. Okay. No, you're good. You're on a roll, man. Okay. Keep going. So um, when you subtract that out, the open area available to the scorer uh, relative to the player for the ball, it's they've got three, it's 384 times larger than the ball. Wow. 300. Are you making it sound as if people out there playing soccer, football, are talentless. It is true. Get it in a space that big. It is true that if I take a, what do you call it, a penalty kick, if you're, Mm -hmm. and you're the goalkeeper, if you're leaning the wrong way, I score 100% of the time. If you're because your body weight, your body weight is committed to over, over one leg and you no chance really to then move laterally. Well, what I'm saying, it's a, it's a reminder. You have so much, you have so much area. That's my point. Put that ball through. That's my point. It's almost impossible for you to miss. I know, but, 
Neil, the thing is, the goalkeeper is not going to be leaning up against one post, right? One part of the frame. No, no, I get allowing it. I'm, I'm just the rest of the goal. saying. No, I know. The I know. Chances I know how you're doing this. of them not scoring on a penalty kick if the goalie's leaning the opposite way is near zero. Okay, so mm. so it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, but there should be the advantage with the penalty taker. However. Once you start to stand behind the ball, step backwards, ready to take a penalty kick, let me tell you what goes off in here. It's a, it's a mind game, a mind, total yes. mind game. Honestly, the ball gets larger and the goal gets smaller. Oh, you, might as well be, okay. you might as well be in Wonderland yes. with Alice. Forget That's the laws of physics. Laws of physics this don't matter. Is, That's hilarious. <laughs> now, stick it in a World Cup final where this isn't just a game. This is more than a game. This is for country. This is for... Yeah. Yeah. Millions and millions and millions and millions of people. Yeah. This thing goes bonkers. Unless your country doesn't have millions yeah. of people. But yeah. And I was going to say, by <laughs> no, the most way. Most countries do. Most countries do. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, that that's kind of the problem is you, you guys need more sports. Okay? Because anytime your whole country is relying on one sport, like in America, we have like 30 sports where somebody gets to be world champion because nobody else plays the sport to us. <laughs> Oh, there you go. See? There you go. That's right. That's why we go, you know, the World Series, right? I know it's right. supposed to be like the world, the, the, the New York World newspaper or whatever. Mm. But still, it implies that if you're best here, you're best anywhere. Yeah. So what, what, what's, what's the relativity with, from soccer then maybe into other Into hockey. Sports? So let's do hockey. Okay? Right. Okay. So, so the net is 1,150 times larger than the cross-section of the puck. Okay. Really? Okay. But the goalie takes up a third. If you look at the fully equipped goalie with the right. with the pads, with the, with the, and, the, the pads and the and, right. the and the stick, and they got a, yeah. a fatter stick. So right. once you subtract that out, they they basically cover a third of the total openings. But still, when we're done, the available Ooh. space is seven hundred and seventy times larger than the puck. So here's wow. an interesting fact. Ooh. The available space, all other things being, forget the talent of the goalie. Yeah. Ignore that for the moment. How much area is available for you to score in? And if you'd run these numbers, it's 770 for the hockey player, and mm -hmm. it's 385 for the soccer player. So there's about twice as much available area to score in hockey as there is to score in soccer. So then we can ask, on average, how many mm -hmm. more goals are scored in hockey than in soccer? I'm thinking it's about a factor of two. It yeah. is. Because when you think about it, I mean, okay, I don't know this for a fact, so I shouldn't say it so definitively. But in my experience watching hockey, which, by the way, I do. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know people. I know. And yes, I do. But... uh uh, I worry about I you, think, Chuck, think, sometimes. You know way too much about hockey, NASCAR, and other, I don't know where you were born. You tell us it was South Philly, but well, yeah. well, we're going to hey, learn one day. That, in, West, that, in West Philadelphia, I was born and raised, but, you know, by a bunch of hayseeds. That's right, damn it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yeah, um, if you look at, like, the average hockey score at the end of the game, it's like yeah. three to two. Three to two, right? That's about right. five goals. That's about five goals. Right. I mean, you'll get a you'll get a nil nil. You'll get a zero zero tie in football. You'll get one one. You'll get a two one. Which but is mostly it's the most two common. one. 
Mostly yeah. it's two so one. It's a so two that's one thing. Three. So it's about twice as much. It's about twice yeah. as much. And if cocky goes up to five or six, usually one of those goals was one of those free goals at the end where they yeah. pulled yeah. with where where they, they pulled, pulled the, the, the goal. See, the, other, the other thing, Neil, here, how much of this is down to actual speed? So the speed at which a player can run, the speed at which a player can skate on ice, the speed at which the ball the soccer ball can travel. And I suppose the, the fastest it will be kicked could be north of 60 miles an hour. Okay. Which is nowhere near as quick as an ice hockey puck who could be clocked at triple digits, Chuck. Yeah, I so, right? so oh, the, way, the way we do this yeah. in physics is you say, what is the simplest case to analyze? And that would be the baseline on which you would then add these extra variables. So for, right. for me, the baseline is how much available area is there for the puck? Oh, that's clear, yeah. And you just start with that. And then you can say, what, or whose reflexes are better, whatever, and that would put nuances on it. But yeah, yeah. The, this simple fact that a hockey net, what remains after the goalie blocks it, is, is twice as large as a soccer net after the goalie blocks. Well, that, that, that shouldn't happen. It, it, that when tells you, me that yeah. we should have twice as many scores in, in hockey, and we mm. do. And, well, and it looks like we do. It yeah. kind of looks yeah. like we do. That's all. Yeah. That's all now with, out there. Now with, now, with respect to reflexes, I'm going to call that a draw. And the reason I call that a draw— Well, they're both high-level high, high athletes. So They're both yeah. high-level athletes. But if goalies, hockey goalies, mm. had better reflexes than goalkeepers, they yeah. wouldn't have to wear a doggone mattress— <laughs> Jesus. You know what they look like? They look like those guys who go out with police dogs ready exactly. to be attacked. They, you know, you look, they look like that movie, The Hurt Locker, where the, where, where the bomb squad dude. You know the bomb squad dude? The, <laughs> yeah, that dude, more than, more than one that the German Shepherd attacks. To right, yeah. yeah. Right. That's it. So the other thing is, Chuck, I, I have to give credit to the hockey gold miners. Because that, that puck generally isn't coming from 25, 30 yards away. No. It's coming from close range, and they get blocks. Their reaction speeds must be absolutely ridiculous. Well, there's blocking. You get blocking in soccer, too. I'm, I'm just saying, oh, but do. everything is just broadened out, right? I'm, yeah. and, and, you know, with and slowed scattered down. over and slowed down. Right. Mm. Right. No, yeah. I just, I'm just looking at reactions. I mean, football goalkeepers are, I mean, they're all a variety of nuts in a jar, but their reflexes are awesome. <laughs> But they are, trust me. But hockey gold miners, their reaction speeds is, is, is off the charts. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially, especially when they drop down and do the splits and then catch Oosh. the ball in the glove. That yeah. to me is probably, you know, one of the greatest feats in sports. Yeah, that's, that's showboating. But you know what? If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. <laughs> there it is. They've split so much. That's why they waddle off the court. <laughs> <laughs> so Neil, hockey goalies okay, so they waddle because they they left the groin in the yeah. in the net. Yeah, it's like why why are you waddling? Because man, my testes are frozen <laughs> from resting on the ice half the damn day. <laughs> so so guys, that's my little uh, bit there for uh, nice. whose whose net is actually bigger relative to the scoring. Uh, relative to the, the object you're using to score, and it's hockey, relative to soccer. You nice. might not have thought that, but there it is. No. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, more things you thought you knew. Star Talk Sports Edition.
This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you, like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the US on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx ground is faster to more locations than UPS ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, You transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're back. Star Talk Sports Edition, Things You Thought You Knew. In this segment, I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Doppler shift. You might know a little bit about it, but I want to sort of mm. flesh it out some mm-hmm. more. That'd you've be good sh- for me. You, you've surely heard of it. This is the shift mm. in the frequency of sound between when an object is approaching you versus when it's receding. And mm-hmm. we know it intuitively. That's the fun part about it. Yeah. Even if you didn't know there was a word for it, we know it. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, you've if you're if you're on the side of a freeway or even at a racetrack, there's the sound of the car as it approaches you, and it goes, and that's yeah. different from the sound it makes as it recedes from you. It goes, mm-hmm. and you put them together, you got, <laughs> okay, that's what well, happens. See, if- I I know it because there is a meme. Of you giving a talk and doing that, and as soon as you do it, they show a hurricane and a sign that knocks a woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, okay, I've, okay. I've seen I've seen one of those memes where somebody loads a fish into a cannon uh-huh. and then shoots <laughs> really? the fish, and then it goes, and then it lands in a fish shop somewhere. 
Like, yeah. So okay, I've only I didn't know that they. It, but like, the one with going. you is hilarious. You okay. do it, and then they show a hurricane. Was take a sign, and okay. then well, no, first they show the hurricane. The right, sign right. comes off of its post. Okay. Mm. And then you go, and then it goes back to the sign, and it clocks this woman and knocks her. You know, it's 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 actually mean, but it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, only, is it mean? Uh, only the is professional it, comedian is allowed to say I'm that sorry. sentence. It's, so, it's just mean, but it is hilarious. It is mean. It's mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so, anyway. so, so see, I never, never, having never grown up near a NASCAR track or a, a racetrack of any kind, I would know what you've just described from aircraft that would fly overhead. On. Okay, well, yeah, no. it'd be easier at like at an airport. You'd get more of that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so the point is, if I s s recited that Doppler effect sound differently, you would say, "What's wrong with you?" Right? If I mm. went, <laughs> no, you know intuitively that that's wrong. That's true. Or <laughs> no, it's no. <laughs> Stop laughing at my Doppler shift. <laughs> It just sounds like a car going by with a cat hanging out the window. That's <laughs> <laughs> having the time of its life. I think Chuck is jealous because he wishes he could yeah. do the Doppler shift. Uh, right. So it turns out that the frequency of sound mm -hmm. that is actually being made is accurate only when the car is directly in front of you, passing Ooh. by. Okay. So when it's coming towards you, the sound waves are compressed, which puts more crests and troughs by you per second, more ah. wiggles. And if there's more per second, that's a higher frequency. That's what frequency is, how many crests mm -hmm. per second. So yeah. higher frequency sound, another word for that is a higher pitch. Okay? As it's receding from you, each next sound wave is now stretched from the previous one. And so that's a lower pitch. But if it's right, Passing in front of you, it's neither coming towards you nor away. So the only truly accurate signal you can receive from the car is right when it passes in front of you. Wow. Just, just a point of information there. Okay. So, so what do we do with electric cars? Okay, so now, now it turns out... Sound. Okay, it yeah. turns out that not all of the sounds you hear is the engine. No. Okay. And in fact, depending on how fast the car is going, some, and in some cases, most of the sound is the air passing over the car and the sound of the wheels turning Flies on the track. On, yeah. on, on, the, on the track. Those make sounds unto themselves. Now, uh, those who live in Los Angeles, okay, uh -huh. there's an in and out burger joint right beside LAX. There and is. And it is right there in the approach for planes landing. And you sit there, eat your burger, and you just watch it happen. The sounds you hear, the, 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 the plane does not need engines to come in for a landing. It's basically a glider at that point. Yeah. So if you want to know, yes, the engines, they're on, and so they're making some sound, but that's not the dominant sound. If you want to know what a pure airplane sounds like with air going over the, the, the airfoil, it's what the, the planes sound like as, as a very high pitched sound. It's like, it's like, Chuck, I can't get it. It was like, yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah. Good one. Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I, I, so I used to work at that in and out burger. So, oh. uh, <laughs> can you imagine this burger joint, right, by LAX? The, the, it's packed to the rafters with aviation nerds. Oh. Just sat there. Right there well, they better come sponsor oh, the show. Let me tell yeah. you that. Um, so, so, the point is, we're talking about this because of NASCAR. All right. Mm, so, now right. Yeah. I've been to a couple of NASCAR races in my life. Okay. okay. One of them was at Daytona. All right. In okay. Florida, FLA. Okay. Mm -hmm. And. Oh, my God. What? Oh, no. I'm just saying, brave man. That's. Oh, no. No, you. that's all right. Good for you, man. <laughs> It's, it's hi, not hi, the antebellum South anymore, Chuck. Hi, well, okay. man, let me say, ain't you that science guy? <laughs> Chuck, stop imitating everything. <laughs> 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 no, no, I'm fine. So I'm sitting there, and so I was so disappointed. You know why? Why? They have speakers all around the track. So you don't get the pure sound of the car moving from your left to your right. Oh. The speaker is giving you the sound of the cars as they are, not as they are Doppler shifted towards you and away from you. Wow. So you're actually missing the most beautiful Doppler shift you could possibly have, and that's a 200-mile-an-hour car coming towards you and going away from you. Screaming at you as it goes Screaming around. at you. Can you imagine how high that frequency would be? Yeah, at 200 miles an hour and how low it would be going out the other side. And they got some loud-ass engines on that. Wow. So you get the airfoil noise, the track noise, and the engine noise. So but if, that, if that you're thing. in the crowd, if you're in the crowd, Chuck, and you've got these PA speakers around the track, it is literally a constant wall yes, of sound. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's constant. That's correct. So but, rather, but, and then, therefore they don't lose out on this sound when the cars are on the far side of the track. I, I so think just, that's just, that might be that, the motive. That's probably why they do it. And I've yeah. only been to those couple of tracks, so I can't speak for you know no, Talladega. I, I don't, I right. don't know. But so I was so ready to just feel the Doppler shift, and and it wasn't there. So so, so the so best way you to know do they is, do that on the on the televised broadcast. If you if you watch the televised broadcast of NASCAR, um, what you hear from the wide shot when you're looking at all the cars is, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's just a that's constant it. hum. It's a constant hum. The only time you see the hear the Doppler is it's a single camera in the ground and the car goes by you. Okay, okay, right, right. Right. See, Chuck's, Chuck, Chuck is really into NASCAR, isn't he? Uh, you could you <laughs> tell this. I got to tell you, as much as I make fun of it, sometimes I do like watching it, but not as much as Formula One. Nope. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Don't start that I'll fight put, here and now. Yep. Yeah. Right, here we go. <laughs> get, get, get those racing overalls off. Here we go. <laughs> put that jumpsuit on. Take those overalls off. <laughs> so Doppler traces back to a, a German physicist, a German physicist, uh, Christian Doppler. And he oh. uh, he first measured this, and you do it with Did a Did he train. have a twin? Did he have an identical twin? No, no. That was Einstein with a twin paradox. So... Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm just thinking of doppelganger. Yeah, I was going to say it was Christian yeah. doppelganger. Oh, 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 doppel doppler ganger. Oh, Thank okay. you. Sorry. Thank you. I saw Chuck was there. Yeah, leave Chuck to tell the jokes on this one. <laughs> All right. Mm. <laughs> Gary, you were not hired to tell jokes. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> so, uh, so he did it with a with a train, a railroad. That's a big thing. It's on a track, 
Mm-hmm. All right, you're doing this before you had automobiles. This is in the 1800s. Right. And so what are you going to do? You're going to use a track. And it was some years later, where I forgive me, I forgot the guy's name, who decided to do this with two orchestras playing on flatbed rail cars. And each orchestra was told to play exactly the same note. as It's a subset of an orchestra as the other orchestra. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, right. so they each are playing the same note and they're coming towards you. Okay? And so you hear... <laughs> so the, the funny part is they, as they pass in front of you, you hear the note, but all the notes were higher pitched as they came towards you and lower pitched as they went. Yet you know they're playing the same note. That's what they were instructed to do. So, so this was the people's fascination with this phenomenon, and I mean it was quite the discovery. And by the way, we this extends into the universe. Um, we we look at light shifting because objects moving towards us or away from us, and. We can determine exactly, oh, yeah, so I didn't make it clear. Does it make sense to you that the amount that the wave shrinks or the amount that it expands should be related to the speed of the object? Would you, are we together on that? Right. Right? So the faster it goes, the higher the pitch or, or the lower the pitch, but that each of those would be more with a higher speed. It turns out there's an exact relationship between the change in frequency and the speed. And it's, it's the Doppler formula. And okay, you plug so what it happens in. if I'm if I if I break the speed of sound? Oh, ooh, am I now ooh, ahead ooh, of? Ooh, 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 ooh steady, ooh, steady. Don't get too. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, uh, in that case, the note being played bursts your eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You you dissolve into a pile <laughs> a of goo. Pile of goo. <laughs> All right. So here they are coming towards you, and you have this frequency that is broadcast, and the the moment you, because the, the sound speed is sort of the same in air, except now you're moving through the air. So the next crest is compressed relative to the previous one. If you keep increasing your speed, the wavelength gets smaller and smaller and smaller. The frequency gets higher and higher and higher. The pitch gets higher and higher and higher. There is a speed with which the next wave lands exactly on the wave you just mm-hmm. admitted moments ago. Right. When you are doing that, you are traveling the speed of sound. And every one of your waves is on exactly the same wavefront. So there's a focusing of all of the sound that came in front of you into one place. Uh. And that place is a shock front. Moving at the speed of sound. So that's your sonic boom? And that's the sonic boom. Wow. Mm. So what if I that's what if I floor cool. it and I go faster than the speed of sound? Do I then dismantle the Doppler shift? Okay, so the Doppler formula yeah. works only up to the speed of sound. Okay. Right. After that, the free it doesn't make sense to talk about a frequency because everything is Everything's, jammed into there's no there is no yeah. it's just a, a, a cacophony. Right. Uh, Right. So it's, it's what we call the linear regime of the phenomenon is where the Doppler formula applies. Right. Wow. Yeah. So, is- so, so, yeah, yeah. So, so I think because if you can't get it at NASCAR for the reasons I described, then walk up to the side of any freeway, any freeway, and you will oh. hear. And of course, you can, you can tell which are the electric cars and, and not because one will have an engine, but they'll all make sound. Every one oh. of them will make sound. 
That's good to know. Next time I'm selling oranges, I'm going to actually try to sell. Oh, is that how you supplement your income from Starbucks? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, okay. get out, I get out to the Major Deegan here in New York City. <laughs> okay. I, but, you know, here the is Major Mango. Major Deegan's uh, Interstate 85, 87. In, 87. In yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the mm -hmm. way, for, uh, in, in New York, it's mangoes. Uh, in L.A., it's oranges. Okay. Yeah, right. people sell mangoes on the freeway here, which is so weird because it's a tropical fruit and we are nowhere near the tropics. Well, don't worry, we will be soon. <laughs> oh, that's, that's another episode. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so all right, so I just want to throw some Doppler shift right. out there. Maybe I like you it. knew about it or you didn't, but that's those are the details. And it applies to trains and orchestras and uh, objects. I, I want to know. I want to know who he was. <laughs> put an orchestra on two flat big rail cars, right? Was it was it Count, Count Von loaded? Count Von <laughs> way too much money and just wait. Wait. Let me oh. get. Well, I know. I know who All it right, is. Hold please. on. I'll get it this, to you in a second. This sounds so so. Upper class. Please have the butler assemble the orchestras on two flat <laughs> I'm getting this from a book that is coming out this fall. Oh. It's the third installment of a Star Talk oh. book in a collaboration with National Geographic. Very it's nice. A book, it's a book I've co-written with one of our senior producers, Lindsay Walker. Fabulous. Uh, so, yeah. So, here's the paragraph. Uh, in 1945, a Dutch meteorologist... C.H.D. Boys Ballot, interesting just, name there, wow. conducted That's... a simple yet brilliant experiment to demonstrate the Doppler effect to anyone in doubt. By the way, the original Doppler effect was described just a couple of years earlier, 1842. So he positioned one band of trumpeters on a train platform and another band of trumpeters aboard a train to pass them by. And both were instructed to play the same note at the same time. And so then this whole thing was observed by all the curious onlookers. So, yeah, it's it's a fun thing. But by the way, remember I told you the change in frequency is your speed Ooh, in, in right. a formula? This is what radar guns do with the police. Right. They boop you with a radar gun and they're looking at the change in frequency of, of microwaves yeah. that are reflected off your car. So... If your car absorbs all microwaves, the cop will have mm -hmm. no signal back to them, and as far as they're concerned, your car isn't even there. What, what if I what if I cover the whole car in aluminium foil? Uh, well, uh, the aliens will not be able to read your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be safe. You'll be safe. <laughs> Yay! Who, want, who doesn't want to be safe? <laughs> so, but if what you put there reflects them back, then it works in the favor of the cops. Um, so, so the point is they can get their most accurate measure of your speed if they're standing exactly in the middle of the street as you drive towards them. But they have to be directly to, in front to, of you. To, to get the correct angle, speed, then correct. It's all skewed. But, so, but they're not in the middle yes. of the street. They're on the side somewhere. Or if they're clever, they're on a turn, mm. and right before the turn, you are driving directly towards them. But right. typically, you're on a straightaway. Yeah, okay, that'll happen. And... So if they clock you speeding mm -hmm. and they were not standing right in front of you, you were speeding. Because at any angle from being directly in front of the car, there's a cosine diluting of the speed that they measure. So if, if they're at an angle to you and they clock you going 100, 100 miles an hour, you were probably going 115 miles an hour, but you still get the ticket. Mm -hmm. But they can't ticket you for 115 they're gonna get, they're gonna because get they you didn't anyway. measure that. See, and that, that's why I have a problem 
with, uh, you know, them doing that to the black NASCAR drivers as they go around the track. I'm like, why are you shooting him? Why are you shooting him with a, with a, with a, with a radar gun? That's only the only NASCAR driver to ever get a speeding have ticket. Lights and sirens go up. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Chuck has an active imagination here. <laughs> so, so all I'm saying, so that's so. By the way, there's a there's a whole other. Uh, in principle, there's a way to thwart that that invokes laws of physics that relate to your car, but that's that's for another day. Okay. And plus, I don't think I should be giving uh, instructions on how to break the law. Okay. Why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people, a lot of people listening right now, have Chuck's question yeah, on the well, yeah, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> like you probably so, listen. You'll probably be the only person I would take advice from on how to break the law, because everybody else I know is too damn stupid. What what it comes down to is, at any moment, no matter how fast you're going, there is a part of the car that's not going forward at all. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Maybe I should I, save that for another. You an, damn another sure should, because that is insane. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, oh, all right. That's, all right. A, that's, that's a teaser. A teaser. I'll that's a teaser. I'm going to dangle that in front of you. Okay. Mm. All right. And on and depending and for some trains, no matter their speed, there's a part of them that's moving backwards while they're going forwards. So you're just messing with us now. <laughs> no, okay, it's yeah. true. I'm it's just true. like. Yeah, and I believe for that car, you have to have a flux capacitor. <laughs> wow. All right, that's another day. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to end this segment. When we come back, more of Things You Thought You Knew on Star Talk Sports Edition. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back, Star Talk Sports Edition. We're doing some things you thought you knew. We're, we're putting those together for this one episode. And so I got another one for you. And that is 
there is a highest possible acceleration for an automobile. Mm. I don't know if you knew yeah. that. I uh, I did. I'd say yeah. well, you did know that. Okay, yeah. but but it's a it's a it's a Tesla in free fall. <laughs> isn't, isn't Tesla in free fall anyway? <laughs> is, 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 is that is is that not a is that not a euphemism, Chuck? Tesla in free fall. <laughs> Tesla in free yeah, fall. Well, that's that's kind of what I'm getting. Uh -huh. at. I thought <laughs> you were. So you, what you're saying to me, Neil, is it's not if you use an internal combustion engine, it's not about horsepower and torque. Correct. Or if Correct. you're using a, an electric motor. It's got nothing to do with those? Correct. Okay, right. so watch what happens. So let me, let me lead you up to that, mm. all right? So there's the car sitting there at the starting line. And what do you have to do to have the car accelerate? Well, you want to have the wheel made of rubber, typically in contact with cement mm -hmm. or asphalt yep. or whatever, yeah. okay? And... You want that wheel to propel the car. Right. Okay? Okay. And now you say to yourself, I want to accelerate even faster. So you put, you press the pedal down even harder, mm -hmm. right at a zero start. Okay? We're talking about zero to 60 here, let's say. Okay. So now you say, I want to go even faster. There's a point where as you press down the pedal, the Torque on the wheels right. will be so high that you'll skid out. You lose. Right. You'll no you longer be attached to the road. Burning rubber, baby. Yeah. So you, okay? you, you've lost. You've oh. lost control of the vehicle. You. you no, well, well, you've lost. You've lost the friction that moves you oh, forward. Okay. Right. Because it's friction yeah. between the tire mm. and the road that moves you forward. Okay. So one way to improve the traction is to increase the force yep. over those wheels. Okay? I don't know if you've ever seen these uh, entrepreneurial folks who have uh, pickup trucks. Uh, in the old days, they were all rear-wheel drive, mm. but the engine is in the front. Yeah. So, so the weight over the front tires is way more than on the back tire. And they want to uh, equip them with a snowplow and then, you know, they go by in a snowstorm and say, why don't we to, you know, plow, plow your you, parking lot. Plow, plow your parking lot. And they pick up money on the spot. Okay? So, they, they will not have traction unless they do what? You know what they do? Well, um, I, normally they just have chains on the car. Oh, that helps. That's yeah. okay. So, they're, <laughs> they're, they're going to have to okay. weight the back of the car. So They have to weight the yeah. back. And, the, and there's an easy source of weight to do that with, and that's the snow. Yes. So they will shovel snow into the back of the truck, increase the downward force on the drive wheels, yes. which it, for in that model that I'm describing were the rear wheels. America went through rear-wheel drive for most of you know, the 20th century of our right. cars. And so that increased the pressure there so that the wheels would not skid out. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, so now, but wait... As you increase the weight, the energy to accelerate has to move more mass, working against your ability to accelerate. So you need more power to propel the car because you have more mass, more, actually more weight pushing down on the car. Yes, but in order to get the traction, you increase the weight. 
But right. what I'm saying is by increasing the weight, you have to then have a more powerful engine in right. order to make this happen. Okay. And they scale exactly together. Oh. See, That's see now point. you can get downward force air, oh. through air, through right. airflow. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there oh, okay. in a moment. I'm going to get there in a moment, okay? But I can tell you this. You're not having much of any downward air pressure no. starting from no, zero. No, you're not going to get it. Right, yeah. right, right. You have to go much higher speeds mm. for that to really matter here. But there are some, at, 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 at race car speeds, they do matter. Yeah. Right? But even okay. from zero, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get it. From zero, is, air is not no. helping you. Okay. Right. So, it, so to, to Gary's point, when you have air pressing down by using an airfoil of some kind, the spoiler, yep. right? Which if right. you look at its cross section, it's an upside down airplane wing. But you can have right. air, okay. you can have air intakes in the side of vehicles. You see them on race cars. There, there are other there's yeah. other aerodynamic elements that you can mm -hmm. add. That's right. And it's how how does the how how does the car look in a skirt? Mm -hmm. okay. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But then you have you right. have you have uh, vents that direct air underneath the body. Correct. So car. we have faster moving yeah. air going under the car. That creates a net positive pressure down mm -hmm. of just air. And the spoiler in the back, depending on its angle, will also increase the pressure. So in that way, you increase the weight of the car without mm -hmm. increasing its mass. Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. And that improves your traction. Okay. Wow. But what I'm saying is mm -hmm. that when you run the numbers on this, what you get is that the fastest you can accelerate forward is 1G. Wow. Okay. okay. That's it. All right. You cannot accelerate with just normal friction between a, a, a tire and a road faster than the acceleration of gravity downward towards Earth. And when you run that calculation, you say, well, if you would just free fall, how long does it take to get to 60 miles an hour? It takes about three seconds. Free fall for a stone to reach 60 miles an hour. So horizontally, mm -hmm. this is playing out with the weight of the car and your ability to have the thing move forward without spinning the wheels. Right. So there are two ways to improve on this. Right. One of them is lace the tire with sticky gum, okay? <laughs> okay? Right. Mm -hmm. or, or more practically, you heat the tire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Heat the tire. Which they do. And sometimes, which they do, yeah. then the tire gets gummy. So it okay? sticks to the well, road. They use different compounds, Neil, the don't they? they use, I mean, think about the hot rod drag racing. They've got these yes. tiny little bicycle wheels up front, like yep. like T-Rex arms. Right? Yeah, and then they've got these gigantic, <laughs> they've got these gigantic <laughs> pieces of rubber right at the back. Mon right. Monster truck slicks yeah. in the back. So, Correct. And, that's, Correct. and that gummy, that and, gummy and, compound that they use, yeah. And, 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 I, and so they probably, you know, you can spin it to heat, heat it up to that, and it's gummy, so it's sticking to the road. When you stick to the road, then you're not relying purely on friction to move forward. In, in, in physics terms, the coefficient of friction is greater than one, okay? And you can only achieve that. Oh, by the way, the coefficient of friction between rubber and, and, and roads is very high. It's like 0.9, you know, 
0.95. So rubber and roads are a, a match made in heaven. Okay. Uh, and now you keep getting that up to one, then you'll accelerate forward at the downward acceleration of Earth's gravity. You cannot do higher than that unless it grips the road in some kind of gummy way, sticky way. Or, you, you know how to do it perfectly? You have um, gears on the road. Right. Okay. Then it's not friction at all. The, the, your, your teeth and your gears are pressing against something else that's embedded in the road. God, yeah. You can accelerate to any, any rate you want at that point. So it's, it's all a matter of whether you're only depending on friction or not. Wow. So you're not going to have a car accelerating at two seconds from zero to 60 uh, unless either it has something digging into the road, pockets of holes in the road, or there's a jet engine. <laughs> so, I mean, electric cars, there are electric or cars. Or a rocket engine. Neil, there are electric cars out there must be close to about two and a half, three seconds, naught to 60. Bikes certainly can. So if... So what typically what's going on there mm. is that's on a particular track where the kind of tires they use uh, are, is actually digging into the road. Okay. That, that's, that's, that's what's happening there. So, but you'll see there's a convergence down around three seconds mm. from zero to 60. And this, this is the reason. You're, you're limited by, by Earth, basically, and the acceleration of gravity on Earth if you're only relying on friction. But like I said, put a jet engine there or rocket engine, and mm -hmm. then, then you're not relying on friction. This is the big issue with the land speed record. Are you allowed to have a rocket engine where there's thrust coming out the back? If that's the case, that's just a rocket going horizontally. Right. What are you, what are you proving with They're that? They're not going to be popular in traffic, are they, Neil? Rocket cars. <laughs> I actually, did I tell you, I rode um, a Jay Leno's a jet car. Ooh. Did I tell you? No. I'm, I'm on one of his episodes oh. of... Uh, what do you call his episode? Um, Jalen's garage. garage. Yeah. Garage. Yeah. So look at the one where it's his, it's his he has a, a commercial jet engine in the back of his car that's powering the drivetrain. There was, there was once a British guy who wow. took the engine out of a World War II Spitfire plane, right? Which would have been a 24-liter Rolls-Royce Merlin engine and built a car around it and then would drag it down the autobahn and just du duke it out with Ferraris and Porsches. This absolute monster. Yeah, he'll win yeah. because he's not using normal yeah. friction. Exactly. Right, right. You'll right. leave the Ferrari in your dust or in your in your. It looked like one of those old-fashioned 1910 Bentleys. You know, that big open okay. wheel thing going on. Right, but, but, right. But everything's round on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With this yeah. massive Rolls-Royce aircraft engine in it. And so Jay Leno's car was street worthy. Oh. And he even had a, like a stereo in it. I'm thinking, really? Really? Yeah. I got How a jet engine right behind me. <laughs> it's a two-seater. The jet engine is like behind my oh. head. And I'm wearing a helmet and he wants to hear Blue Danube. That's not yeah. happening. Yeah. Turn that up. That's my jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wants to hear Enya. Enya's not getting through. What was the heat <laughs> the like? Jet engine. In, in, strapped in to a rocket. That must have been ridiculous. Well, no. So it has a cooling system. Oh. So and it's behind you. So well, that's nice. So that was working fine. We were at Edwards Air Force Base. So they closed one of the tracks for us. And at something like 150 miles an hour, one of the windows blew out, and they caught that on slow motion. 
And, and, but the car could have gone faster. And I said, Jay, obviously I'm in the passenger seat. I said, Jay, why don't you take it up higher? And Chuck, you have to imitate him now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, Neil. Uh, uh, hey, hey, so, he said, I didn't hey. want to be known as the guy who killed the astrophysicist, you know, Neil yeah, deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, wow. Yeah. That's insane. So, so, you're, so you're actually limited by the acceleration of gravity. That's it. Pure and Look simple. Look at that. You got it. Wow. Uh, and, and how fast is it when you shoot a car into space? <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> you what want to shoot a Tesla Roadster into yeah, space? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the sky is the limit. Uh, well, no, relativity is the limit. But uh, there's nothing to stop any rate of acceleration in space. Oh, look at that. If you Ooh. have engines and if you have rocket engines, you're just how fast, you're, how good your engine works. That's all. Right. Nothing else is otherwise limiting you. But look up the, look up the acceleration speeds. And if you find something significantly faster than three seconds at zero to 60, look carefully at what the conditions were of the track, the road, what kind of rubber they used. Right. And, uh, and, 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 and whether or not it was on rails. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Rails, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. A whole, that's another conversation we're going to have. Like I said uh, in, a previous, uh, in a previous segment, if you're on a rail, then part of your train is actually moving backwards while you're moving forward. So I'm, st uh, I'm still trying to I'm, wrap I'm, my I'm, head wait, around wait, that. Okay. Really, that's, that's, I'm telling you what, okay. we got we got. Well, I can't wait to we'll do save that. that. Save that one. That's save that's that got one. me you scratching got my head there, Neil. <laughs> All right, guys, Chuck, Gary, that's another sort of things you thought you yeah. knew. Yeah, thank you. Cool. This has been Star Talk Sports Edition. Things you thought you knew. Neil deGrasse Tyson here, your personal astrophysicist. As always, keep looking up. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist, you'll want to invite everyone over. From book club to reality TV watch parties, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy. The way fragrance should be. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.